Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host. Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Buzz, our podcast where we talk sports and get a buzz on. As always, that buzz is brought to you by the beautiful, the delicious Strangeland Brewery. Mmm, beer for any, every, and all occasions. Yes, sir. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. That was my co-host, Chad Goodall. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Doing well, bro. How about yourself? Excellent. Hanging Welcome back. There. Excellent. Living um, the dream? I'm trying. I'm trying. But uh, it's good to have you back. It's good for myself to be back. And Ballad, thanks for pressing buttons over there. Hi there. Today is Tuesday, August the 7th. Coming to you live as we can be uh, from Austin, Texas. Casa de Ballad. Ballad, thanks for hosting us. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, he comes in so enthusiastic today. Uh, always. Always. <clears throat> I'm super, super uh, happy to have you here. It's, uh, it's fantastic. He's probably feeling like super bloated. After the weekend, so. Well, we got one of the two Zs in the house. We will speculate, talk about that in show business. Um, but if you're listening, you're listening on SoundCloud and iTunes. Please follow us on SoundCloud. Subscribe on iTunes. Give us some five-star reviews and share those links out with your friends. Let us know how we're doing. This is our pro show. Um, almost forgot to mention uh, our most loyal co-host, Domingo the Flingo. Finally. Always here in studio. He's sitting there raising his hand. And I know, I know. He's yelling at me. Um, but uh, as I mentioned, this is a pro show. And as always, we got to talk about Strange Land Brewery, our sponsors from day one. Uh, we are drinking the Peach Berlin Weiss tonight. Uh, well, Chad and I are. Ballad's still on keto, so screw yeah, that guy. Thanks for the reminder. But yeah. uh, Strange Land has a new party beer coming, coming out. Well, there's a party coming up. Watermelon IPA should be coming out soon, and they're oh, going to yeah. release it at their luau party on, on the 18th. August the 18th, a Saturday. Yeah, buddy. Don't need tickets. You can just show up, bring money, and you can buy food and beer and, and have a grand old time. So, so there's a few beers that I wanted to touch on. I read this yesterday, saw the ad on Facebook and Instagram. Um, the Pineapple Pills stood out to me, and the Mai Tai Pills. Uh, Ooh. Sign me up for both of those. Great summer beers. For sure. Those sound fantastic. I can't wait. Um, and yeah, as you said, no tickets. no sa- uh, You don't have to pay anything. Just show up, buy your own beers, buy your food. It's going to be badass. Um, our other sponsors, Mountain Breeze Campground. Uh, shout out to the owner, Paul, out there. Uh, he's living his best life. Uh, got to watch the Astros pretty much walk it off last night in San Francisco at AT&T Park. 
Um, and then the Astros, another come from behind victory today. I think Paul just needs to follow the Astros around on all road games. Might be some sort of a lucky charm, but go out to Mountain Breeze. I jumped in the river today after playing around the golf, and it was super refreshing, even though it was a brisk 93 degrees today. Um, yeah, I need I need to get out there oh, for dude. sure. The water still feels good. Uh, there's definitely some spots deep enough to uh, to chill and get shoulder deep. Nice. But uh, take some strange land down there when you go. Live music every Saturday going up all the way through the end of September. Check the website. Call out there. Check them out, mountainbreezecamp.com. You should, can find out whoever's playing every single week. Should be a, a Labor Day party coming up out in Mountain Breeze. Labor huh? Day party's coming up. Uh, Naughty Grove will be playing. Excellent uh, cover band. They play a lot of uh, 70s, 80s, 90s, all sorts of good good covers, man. They're they're badass. They can play some music. They got any open spots still, or is it uh, still... First oh, come, first serve at the overflow. Wide, wide open, man. Perfect. Plenty, plenty of campsites available. Call, reserve, get your spots uh, down by the river. Um, but follow the brewery on Twitter at Strangeland Brew. Follow us at SportsBuzzTX. Let's go ahead and get into show business. First piece of show business every week. Ballad, please do some attendance. Is everybody here? Uh, well, I, I am here. And uh, <clears throat> Dale, are you here? Uh, yes, yes, oh, I am. Uh, Chad, you're, you're here this uh, week? Here. Yep. Okay, and uh, Coach? Oh, no. Hmm. Coach. We really need to get a cricket sound. Cricket sound bite somewhere. <laughs> That'd be good. We should That's take lines a on who the next week is going to be out. So <laughs> Those yeah, would be the best lines for real. to take. So let's do a little... I would bet on me every time. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good bet. Yeah, but it's that's safe. that's unfair because then you could just be like, well, I got money on this bet, so I'm not showing up. Uh, but that's true. we do need to speculate on why Coach isn't here because he did say in a very ominous text that he uh, had a concussion. Now, he did play a Frisbee tournament this weekend. But I didn't hear anything about this concussion until, what was it, 5.30, 6 o'clock this afternoon? Yeah, and if, and if I could play devil's advocate for Coach on that one, um, if, if you get a concussion, I'd imagine that you don't remember it for a couple of days. I, I don't know how concussions work. I only give concussions. I never get them. So oh, okay. That's true. I, I wouldn't know how that works. But um, if, if he's the coach of the team, how can he be playing in a game? That is, I don't know how I don't know how frisbee works. You guys play a weird sport where you can you could play and coach and referee and serve drinks all at the same time. But yep. I don't know. Is he coaching or is he playing? In this was a tournament he was playing. They were in College Station this weekend. Um, my speculation is going to involve... The old ball and chain. I think she got pissed off that he was playing all these frisbee tournaments. He was coaching a tournament up in Salt Lake City, what last weekend, and then playing a tournament this weekend. He was coaching in Salt Lake City. I think maybe he was playing. I maybe I think they was playing at this on whatever this team he's playing. I think it's called Gamble. I don't know what his team name is. Interesting. I don't keep up with coaches frisbee teams. It's like Ballad said, I don't give a shit. Um, but I think <clears throat> that. The old e-hams, the old ball and chain, you know, she's back working. You know, school has started for teachers. They're back doing stuff before the kids get there. I think she got a little upset that uh, the old coach is out on weekends, back-to-back weekends. Man, just knocked him upside the head. I mean, I wouldn't blame her for it. That's a that's a dick move. Just because uh, you don't have to stick around and, and work and deal with kids and shitty people. I'd be a little upset. Interesting. Interesting. You took that uh, pretty dark there for a bit. Well, you um, know, that's what I do. 
I was thinking that uh, it had to do something more with um, animals, to be honest with you. I think that uh, maybe there was a gopher or something out on the field running around, and uh, he tried to go all Bill Murray on it, and the gopher paid him back. Yeah, That's that's more what I'm thinking. Either that or he went head-to-head with a, a full, mature deer, and I think the deer won. Yeah, well, the the bucks, they're starting to get their... They are. They're, they're they are. Handlers a little they're more, in velvet. So. They, they, they want to start shaving them off. So I think that it could have happened. Um, I was also going to speculate that if he flew out to College Station, maybe he was trying to get his luggage out of the top of the plane, you know, in the little overhead bins, and it just fell out and nailed him. Is, oh. there, so, is there a way to actually... There. Just saying. Is there a way to actually fly from Austin to College Station? Uh, if there was, Coach would probably figure it out. <laughs> it's literally like an hour and a half drive. <laughs> hour and a half too long, in my opinion. Oh, God. Well, you know, I was talking about Emily. Ballad, you, you you said you had some beef with Emily. Oh, I've, I've got some beef with Emily. So em- Emily and, and Coach came here last week. Well, no, um, I don't, I'm, I'm glad she came last week because you two sorry asses left me high and dry <laughs> with Coach all Man, by ourselves. Man, that must have been a miserable night. Uh, but... Emily brought up and asked me if I had had keto flu yet. If, if you guys remember, I'm on this new keto diet. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's going just fine. But uh, I said, no, not really. I, I don't know. I think I might be like immune to it or something. Like I never get sick. Not the very next day. I have some of the worst feelings I've ever had in my body. And if you know me, I almost never get sick. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I have just good genes, if I'm too dumb to realize when I'm sick, or, or or what happens. But I just I just don't ever get sick. This thing hit me like a brick wall. It was awful leading up to this bachelor party that I went on, and I 100% blame Emily. I think she wished keto flu on me. I don't I don't know how, but I'm almost certain that's exactly what happened. So like, what does keto flu feel like? It feels like the flu. I, I can Except only, worse because ex- you can't eat saltine crackers to get over it. Or, or drink Sprite. Or, or soup. You can't have soup. Can't, dr- can't have any tomato soup. No ginger ale. No, Definitely no ginger ale. No 7-Up. Nothing. None of that. The, uh, you look that, like, that That must be why. If you if you Google online how to get rid of keto flu, it's just it just says, uh, just drink water. That's the <laughs> that's the miracle stuff. Just drink some more water. See, that's when I that's when I'm breaking. That's when I'm saying, oh my gosh. fuck this. I am done with this keto shit at least for a day, just so I can feel better for the day. I'm done. I'm, uh, I'm, day, I'm going out and buying a 24 pack of Sprite. But mentally, you never come back from giving up just like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to create some kind of web page that whenever people ask, "How do you get rid of keto flu?" I say, don't go fucking Quit. keto. <laughs> <Yeah>. Quit. <laughs> Quit. Just kill yourself. <laughs> Just die now. It's going to be like this forever. Oh, Good luck. Get used to brutal. it. Brutal. <laughs> so you're just stuck in the bathroom all all day long or what, dude? Yeah, I mean, I'd, it was my head. It was my stomach. I, it was it was coming out all over the place. It was <laughs> it was not pretty. It was not oh, a good look. Thanks a lot, Emily. Yeah, thanks, Jeez, G-Hams. Ms. <laughs> Uh, well, we were gonna sweating talk. is ruining everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sweating, it's killing everything. Uh, so we were gonna talk some um, American Ultimate League AU deal. He he put this in here backwards. Uh, American Ultimate Disc League Championships. Uh, but coach isn't here, and Chad and I do not follow that shit. So all I know is uh, 
The, Something's going on. The Austin Soul lost to the Raleigh Flyers, and I believe the Dallas Roughnecks beat the Raleigh Flyers and went to the championship again. So they're probably going to go ahead and just win two in a row. Mm. I don't know if they won last Sounds year. Sounds like a I lot of competition. Yeah, so that's all mm. I got for that. Um, but instead, we're going to talk a little Hall of Fame. Did you guys watch the uh, um, the jacket ceremony and the induction ceremony with the speeches? Oh, I watched it twice. Are you kidding me? I didn't watch it live. I did watch it on It's just as YouTube. good as the All-Star game. How do you not watch it? It, it was good. The Pro Bowl, baby. It was good. Uh, there was a few speeches that stood out to me. Um, I watched four of them, and they were players that I grew up watching. Um, I watched Erlacher, Dawkins, Moss, and Ray Lewis. Uh, Chad, I want to get your take on those. If you watch them, if not, uh, we can... You know, talk about the rest. Yeah, I thought I liked Erlacher's a lot. Um, thought it was real classy. Dawkins was really interesting because he really opened up to everyone that was viewing in. About, Super emotional. Yeah, about the not necessarily the triumphs he had, but more the tribulations yeah. and the things that he has suffered since football. The depression, which was, uh, you know, it, it's good for people to hear that go through the same kind of shit to know that they're not alone. But at the same time, there's ways to get out of it. So it had a really good meaning to it. Um, as soon as it got to Ray Rice's, honestly, about five minutes in, I just turned it off. Cause, Ray Lewis. Sorry, Ray Lewis. Yeah, I don't think Ray Rice Ray is ever Rice. getting in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not with that attitude. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I, I completely took it from someone that was like really good and how they talk to yeah. talk to people to someone that beats his wife. So uh, sorry about that. Uh, well, Ray you, Lewis. <laughs> you, you went from a guy who's a escaped double murder to a guy who beat his wife. So makes sense. And then leading up to Ray Lewis, who and, and probably has murdered someone. So yeah, time allegedly. J- just that and both, you know, what Ray Rice did is inexcusable. But just the fact that. People say, yeah, well, you know, Ray Light, Ray Lewis only was accused of, you know, killing two people versus beating a person. It's, <laughs> that's, that's, it. we live in an odd world in 2018. Uh, that's true. That's true. But the uh, one thing that, that kind of irked me, and I, I liked Ray, Ray Lewis's speech. Um, I, I think he's a really good public speaker, a very good motivational speaker. Um, but what, what gives him the, 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 all, the audacity to be the one guy who goes with the the wireless mic and walks around stage like a like a preacher at a black church when everybody else stands at the podium like everybody else has ever given their Hall of Fame induction speech, <clears throat> but Ray Lewis gets the wireless mic and gets to walk around and yell and scream. I'll tell you I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's overcompensating for being accused of two murders. <laughs> People forget It's so true that you know and I've, I've seen it a number of times in a lot of different places, but religion is one of those things where when you see someone overcompensating way over the top in a big public setting, it's like, dude, you'd be a lot better off if you just kind of disappeared. Like, if you just, <laughs> if you just kind of, we all kind of forgot about you, right? We, we don't really need just... We don't need vanish. this from you, and you don't need to be giving it to us. So it, Ray Lewis would be one of those people that stand in the middle of Bourbon Street, just holding a cross, saying, "Everyone's a sinner." Yeah, yeah, you you're know? all going to hell. Everyone's going to hell. No, it, it's so true. Like that's the one thing that I would say to Ray Lewis after he came down was just be like, "Dude, you know, like you murdered two people, right? Mm-hmm. Like you still get that, right? Yeah, like you um, still live in this world, right?" Um, but yeah, I mean, it was long, man. It was, it was out. over 30 minutes long. It, uh, you know, he wanted to, I think he wanted to use his platform to mm-hmm. kind of show unity inside of the football family with yeah. the whole protests and stuff like that going right. on. Um, he uses platform for something, which 
I'm okay with someone mm-hmm. using their platform for something, but dude, like on and off, man, use that platform some other way, not other way, because I think that it's good for them to use it, but yeah. use it in a different setting because anyone, any time of day will give you an interview. Look at LeBron James. He gets interviews all the time. Yeah. And then that's exactly. whenever he can well, put it out there. Uh, not going, during post-game, pre-game. Going back to, uh, to Doc, um, I, I really liked what Brian Dawkins had to say talking about the depression and you know, even while he was playing football, I wanted wanting to commit suicide he said he had it all planned out how he's going to kill himself and the fact that he got over that and is now in the hall of fame is, pre- is something pretty special um i'm a huge randy moss fan so I, I liked randy's a lot randy and giving a lot of homage to to rand west virginia and the whole state of west virginia was pretty cool so if you haven't watched those speeches go check them out um maybe don't check out ray lewis if you're uh Short on time. Yeah, make sure you have a bowl of popcorn <laughs> when you watch Ray Lewis. You'll uh, be there a while. In a jar of Tylenol. I still didn't get to see <laughs> T.O.'s speech, so I'm going to go try and find that tonight when I get home, uh, since he did not show up to the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. I, I can give you the Cliff Notes version. Uh, fuck the NFL, and I can still run a 4-4. Okay. Uh, that was yep. basically the, uh, the the gist of right it. Right on. Yep. Valid, uh, why don't you tell the, the, the people what our show bet is for tonight? Well, before I do that, you know, you guys are totally incompetent. I, I text the group bright and early and said, hey, I got I got a busy day at work today. Someone someone pick a show bet. I'll place it. Just somebody send me a show bet. And what do we get here at 730? No, no, no. no, no. First of all, hold on. You're skipping a, a lot of, of meat, a lot of meat of this story. Oh, the- because coach sent in <laughs> sent in some suggestions. Uh. He wanted to go WNBA, and you said, why the hell would I do that? And he said, we're trying to win money, right? And you said, okay, so you got you got an in? And he's like, well, I mean, these WNBA rankings are pretty much always right, so why don't we go with that? Well, then Coach falls off the face of the earth. I guess he hit his head on his car door while he was leaving work. No. His head on Emily's never fist. Sent, <laughs> never sent an actual game to pick. So, And then doesn't show up to the show. By the way... Now it all makes sense. I do think that he got a concussion because that, that's the only reason why he would suggest us betting WNBA on a Tuesday night. <laughs> like that's the only rational thing I can think of <laughs> that that would lead him to that decision. But fast forward, we don't have a show bet, so we live bet the Boston Red Sox Toronto game at the bottom of the fifth. They were down by one, still are at the top of the seventh, but we got good odds of plus two five. I will say bottom of the sixth. It was bases loaded. Uh, the Blue Jays had bases loaded with no outs, and the Sox got out of it. So, yeah, Sox got uh, let's see, no outs and a runner on <laughs> second with uh, Bogarts up at the plate. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll let you know how that's going. We're not gonna say anything about it because we don't want to jinx it. But the Sox did just sweep the Yankees in a four game series. So, and we didn't tweet about this one, so there's a there's a good chance that it'll probably win, and we won't be able to prove it. So. <laughs> um. um I think that is show business. Yeah, that's all show business we got. Holy shit. Uh, next up on the... <laughs> <laughs> on... I don't know how we went that long in show business. But... Uh, yeah, I don't either. But we had a, we had a lot of extra stuff that that's we probably added. probably the what, less time for golf. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, exactly. Hey, I'm just shocked that golf's even on here. Um, it's a major championship week, boys. We got the PGO, the last, uh, champion, last major championship of the year. And... Last week we had a pretty good Bridgestone, even though you guys didn't uh, do any preview on it. Um, 
Justin Thomas. Thomas. That one. I almost said Jordan Spieth. Uh, Justin Thomas with his ninth win of his career. Uh, ran away from that thing. It was awesome to watch. Uh, but the PGA, Justin, Justin Thomas, is the defending champion. His only major championship came last year at the PGA. This year it comes to us from Bellarive Country Club in St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, what a terrible, terrible city to yeah, have to go do horrible. anything Yeah, it's horrible. Um, Nasty this time of year, too. But uh, really the big storyline, other than JT coming off uh, a huge win at a WGC event, is and also being the defending champion at this PGA Championship um, is Jordan Spieth going for the career Grand Slam. Uh, he's won the Masters, he's won the Open, and he's won the U.S. Open. Uh, this is the only one he's missing. He can end up getting the career Grand Slam by the age of 24, 25 years old. And uh, Phil's still, still looking for that one at 47. By the way, did you guys see the commercial of Phil dancing with the golf balls coming at him? No. No, I missed that one. Uh, we need to tweet that out because it is hilarious. Um, <clears throat> I did want to uh, touch on a few of the uh, tea times that I saw that were intriguing. Uh, Phil Mickelson, Keegan Bradley, who is a PGA Championship winner, and your boy Jason Day going off at 8.01 in the morning. Perfect. Great time. Uh, three really solid players. Uh, let's see what else I got. 8.23 in the morning, uh, defending champion Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy, and Eldrick Woods. Uh, so that should be fun to watch. Eldrick, um, is that like a worse version of Tiger Woods? That's his or real name. Or a better version? That's his real name. Oh, really? Yeah. Eldrick is his birth name. Well, his government name. His nickname is Tiger. Uh, then we jump a little bit further. I guess and that makes sense that you wouldn't name your, your kid Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of crackhead <laughs> parents would just like name their kid Tiger? <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be a, that'd be a good one. 12.53, Dustin Johnson, Bubba Watson, Adam Scott. A couple big hitters in that group. Should be fun to watch. Uh, 1.15, Patrick Reed, Brooks Kapka, and Francesco Molinari. Three major championship winners in that group. Um, uh, 126, Gary Woodland, Sergio Garcia, Kevin Kisner. Kisner's a guy to watch out for as kind of a dark horse. Uh, and then the last one I got, 137, Jordan Spieth, John, Rom, and Justin Rose. Rose I like did that not, one. I like that one. Rose did not play last week. He bowed out with an injury on Wednesday. He's dealing with back spasms. So he's had a whole week to rest. Didn't have to play uh, four <clears> rounds <throat> at Firestone like the rest of these guys. Um, so hopefully he's rested and Good ready strategy. to go. So but, what's what's this course's reputation? I really know nothing about Bellarive. Okay. Uh, I think this is the... F- Next time I ask you that, just make something up, okay? okay. It's going to be better for the show. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think it's... Uh, the PGA doesn't ever have a reputation of being a, a kick-ass course that's just going to beat your, beat your ass all day long. Um Firestone last week, I mean, honestly had a reputation of that, and these guys actually tore it up. Um, it just depends on the conditions, man. If they get rain and that course softens up, these guys are going to be able to throw darts at flags. If it's hard and if it's, you know, like we said a couple weeks ago, long and hard. Long and hard. Long and dry. Yeah. Um, it's just, you never know. I mean, guys like Rory who can hit the ball a mile up into the air, Serve better than guys who hit the ball low, like a Zach Johnson. Oh, shit. Damn it. You like that, don't you? Mm, got him. Um, um, got him with the Z. Bummer. 
But let's run over. Do you want to talk some odds here real quick? Do you want to? Yeah. So right pick now, some favorites. D- DJ. Well, we're gonna pick game. Uh, yeah. In the in the PGA, but right now the odds-on favorite at plus eight hundred. Dustin Johnson, Rory right behind him at twelve to one. Justin Thomas, the returning champion. Is that what you said? Yeah, he won it last year, and he's coming off a win. He just won last week in. <coughs> uh, at at Firestone at the Bridgestone. Do do players win tournaments back to back? I that, I feel like that rarely happens. It's rare. Uh, I mean, Tiger did it all the time in his prime. I mean, guys can 60 do it. Sixty years ago. Yeah, but I mean, Justin Thomas is if he's feeling confident, if he's on a roll, if you go into next week on a high, yeah, I mean, you have a very good chance of of winning another tournament. It just depends on what the other guys do. Well, Spieth, Brooks Kepka, and Jason Day all twenty to one. Ricky Fowler, Justin Rose, twenty-two to one. Um, your boy Tiger, twenty-eight to one. Which I don't know why people seems... would place that bet. Decent money. No, it's not. He shouldn't. He should not should be, be fifty a, to one. That's what I was gonna say. Like fifty, sixty to one. Where's Ricky at? Mister Fowler is uh, twenty twenty-two to one. Okay. Just said that. Yeah, sorry, I wasn't listening. Yeah. Give me, give me some of that money, though. I think Ricky's due. Ricky's due to win a major. What about my boy Bubba Watson at plus 5,000? <laughs> I like it. He's due for one every year, baby. He's already won one this year. Well, he's due for another one. <laughs> if anyone rocks a pink driver, they're due all the time. Yeah. No, Bubba's a weirdo, dude. I No, Bubba ain't winning this. The only major Bubba will ever win is a Masters. About Matt Kuchar at plus eight thousand. I love that because Kuch is the most rock solid. I put two dollars on it just yeah. just cause just, just to get, just to get to get a little sixteen grand action on it. Hey, I love it. I love plus eight thousand on Kuchar. Yeah, he's he's always he's always in the mix, and sooner or later, he's gonna just play four perfect rounds and just fuck around and win that shit. So <laughs> it'd be great. Watch out for Kuchar. Uh, do you have anything more on PGA Championships? I, I got other golf talk that I want to bring up. Uh-oh. Other golf talk. Oh, boy. Uh, no, I don't think I have anything else. I want to hear what your other golf talk is. Well, it's the biggest story in golf right now. Yes. Thanksgiving weekend, Woods versus Mickelson in Vegas. Yeah, baby. Is this not something that you are excited about? I sent you guys a text as soon as I got the update. I was like, here we go. It's on Tiger, Phil, Thanksgiving, Vegas, $10 million. Uh, yeah, of course. I can't fucking wait. It's going to be awesome. Dude, it's going to be great. I want to go. Are they playing just one round? I think so. I'm pretty sure it's just one round. They I don't should know. They, play should, two. they should stretch this thing out. Yeah, they, they should really play four should. days. No, they should play three. It should be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's what they should do. Yeah. Because if either of them win you know, one and then two, that's exactly what they do. They should do match play both days. Or all three days. Yeah, Best I like that three. a lot. Just do three days of match play and keep it continuous. So, like, if Tiger's up by three after day one, they go into day one, that's Tiger's it. still up three? No, that's it. They just win the day. It's just match play. Okay. And then if they're tied after two days, then or they after play three days, the final day. I say you go a full, like, US old school US Open playoff and do another full 18. I don't even know what the full that even means. They like, used I don't to do, know the old US Open. The thing. US I'm just Open. Talking about my idea is pretty damn good. Yeah, so the US Open used to do, instead of like a sudden death playoff, they'd play an 18 hole playoff on Monday. So when Tiger won his last major at the US Open with a broken leg and a torn ACL, 
They had to play another 18 holes on Monday. No, I'm talking about you start on Friday. Yeah. So you have first one on Friday. Yeah. Second one on Saturday. Yeah. And then if you need to, the third one on Sunday. Because there's only going to be three needed. Mm, hopefully they're still tied. And then... How do you... And then what do if they the, just keep playing? And then what? No, no. Dude. Yes, they just keep playing. You just play. You forever. don't do another eighteen. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you definitely should. Yeah. I like y'all's idea of just dragging it out as long as possible, just make it a week long event. I can't wait to see the the props that Vegas puts out for oh, the, yeah. this weekend. This is what's gonna happen. Okay, it's and gonna this be would nuts. Be, this would be the best thing about golf. All right, then every Thanksgiving you get other players to call out other players, yes. and they play for a pot of their own, whatever they come to. Yeah, and then you have them go at whatever times they play. How awesome would that? It'd be like match play, <clears throat> Dell match play, except every there's money on every single game. Yes. So then you have like a, a two million game, you have a four million game, you have a six million game, an eight million, and then a ten million. Match. And then and then every year Tiger and Phil are like, hey, you want to just throw in fifty mil a piece and just go at this bitch? <laughs> the only thing that's gonna make me upset about this is that they're if they do this right, and I, I'm saying this is what they should do. Yep. Is that it should be televised? Oh, a hundred percent. They should own the rights to it, and they're going to make twenty million each, anyways. You oh, think yeah. pay per view? You think it's going to be pay per view? Either pay per view or just television rights. NBC, There's going to be yeah, a television. Probably, NBC's got to buy. Well, this. actually, oh, yeah. you got to compete with the NFL and football. Right, that's why weekend. NBC's got to buy this because CBS and yeah. Fox have have Thanksgiving might football. Have to be pay-per-view. But let me ask you this: Would you not flip over for something like this? Even though, hold on, even though it's football season. And it, it is golf, but it's Tiger and Phil just going at it. I mean, I... Like, you might check in during commercials. If you're not watching Red Zone, of course. Of course, which I will be. Yeah. No Multiple red. TVs. God, you just said Red Zone and my dick moved a little bit. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> pumped. It's getting close. We're so close. You know, the Cowboys play on Thursday, by the way. Oh, just saying. It's awesome. Um, Yeah, man, that's enough golf talk. But yeah, I can't wait for that. that no, one come on. on. Can we talk a little more golf, please? Yeah, if you want to. No, I'm just kidding. Let's All right. But host... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we definitely need to hit a break. We're right at the halfway mark, and we got uh, some some fucking football to talk about. So coming out of the break, we'll talk some NFL training camp. Be right back with some more sports buzz. Buzz. Well, y'all come back now. You hear? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Dale. A uh, little update on the show bet. The Toronto Toronto Blue Jays, easy for me to say, uh, have added another run on the Red Sox. And are now up 3-1. to one. It's the top of the eighth. Red Sox are up to bat with no outs. Um... I mean, honestly, that's what we get for betting on the best fucking team in baseball, right, Ballad? Yeah, without coach here. Yeah, that like was the, stupid. We, we actually take the bet on his team that was too. Stupid strike. God. By the way, that's Jesus. the that'll make this will be the second week in a row that we've bet on the Red Sox and they have disappointed us. So yeah, then, what you're telling again. me is never bet on the Red Sox. Yeah, again. never. Just actually, we should bet on the Red Sox every time. So bet coach's on the... team just loses <laughs> every small game. Small toss to have coach be miserable all the time. Or just bet against uh, them and hope that we. He might get another concussion just from the the pure sadness. He'll just be slamming his head into the desk, <laughs> just miserable at all the losses. <laughs> Damn you, socks! Well, uh, I will say the Astros made a couple late comebacks, and the Red Sox do have the best record in the MLB, as far as I'm aware. This game's over. Um, but 
That's enough baseball talk. Uh, hey, Ballad, let's talk a little football. Let's do it, baby. Football is is here. It's here. We got. Pre- we had a real game. We had pre- we had a, we had a fake real game in the preseason. Fake real game. <laughs> Training camps are in full swing, and there is news coming out of everywhere. Of course, so, yes. I'm just gonna run some through some stories and just get your you know your kind of your takes and your thoughts on on what's going on. So I'm gonna start with the feel good one. The Jets. Uh, today asked a little boy who had beat cancer to come stop by for practice and of course he scores a touchdown this is a good thing right it's always a good thing it's always a good thing make a kid's day that's awesome not just that just spread the love a little bit it's always good to see little kids out there interacting it's cool hell yeah i love that uh out in baltimore uh first practice play of the day akeem talib picks joe flacco someone from the crowd yells Where's Lamar? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, Flacco may be uh, on a bit of a hangover. He was at the Hall of Fame induction um, watching his boy Ray Lewis get inducted. And, uh, you know, he's probably tired. He had to sit through that entire speech. Um, you know, just not all all the way there. So give him, give him some time. Still yeah. early on in camp. It's true. It's true. I hope Joe Flacco doesn't wear any uh, necklaces because Aqib Talib would he gonna snatch take that too. He going to take them. Well, I don't know if you remember or not, but Michael Crabtree is at ba- is in Baltimore now on the same team. They play on the same team now? They play on the same team now. And there is a re- there a reporter is reporting that over the first two days of practice, there has been no issues. Oh, I don't know about you guys, but I just imagine in the Baltimore locker room they have like that, like in like in uh, manufacturing facilities, they have days without an accident. They have <laughs> like, days without a, uh, a Glee to leave and Michael Crabtree fight. Days they're without on, a chain snatch. They're on day number two. <laughs> so, I love that there's a reporter going around and being like, "Hey." Is everything cool with with Crab and and Talib? And they're like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, they're teammates. Like everything's fine. It's like being at a party where your best friend's ex girlfriend shows up. Yeah, and like every hour on the hour, you got to check and say, "Hey, man, is everything cool? With everything yeah. good?" He's like, <laughs> "Yeah, good? man, everything's fine. I'm here with my other girlfriend. That, that you know, that shit's gone." Yeah, like, everyone still is gonna check in on and them. Then and you, don't, you don't check up on them for like a good hour and a half, two hours, and they're chugging down a bottle of vodka, and you're like, "Oh boy, things went south." That so, yeah. or they left already. They leave at like ten thirty. Like, where the fuck did they go? Drink it alone. Uh, that's awesome. What do we got next? Uh, out in San Diego, this is not good. Defensive end Joey Bosa suffers suffered a left foot injury. During practicing during team drills and did not return. Undisclosed foot injury? Uh, just says foot injury. Hmm. A left foot injury. I'll tell you this. I will not be taking the Chargers defense in fantasy then. Yeah. The only he's hope. all he got. Uh, let's hope it's not a little <clears throat> stress fracture or something because uh, that ended Yao Ming's career. A little simple stress fracture in the Yao Ming was also seven foot six. Oh, but Joey Bosa ain't a little guy. He ain't no seven six. That's true. To add to that, rookie defensive tackle Justin Jones sustains an ankle injury. Both players being reevaluated at team hotel. Ooh, yeah, definitely don't take the uh, Chargers defense. Just right saying, now. just saying. I'm not talking fantasy yet, but, oh, but it always has always implications. Talking, but we're always talking fantasy. Uh, bring it to Cleveland. Jarvis Landry is apparently lobbying for the Browns to dra- uh, to trade for Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. Tell me, does uh, does Landry not want a job? Is he trying to like ride the bench all season? Can you imagine? Where are we, where are we going here? No, no, no. Can you imagine? You got Flash Gordon, Jarvis Landry, and Odell Beckham Jr. Come on now. Yeah. And Put you... Odell in the slot and have Jarvis and 
Odell uh, or Jarvis and uh, Flash on the outside. Oh boy, who's gonna throw him the ball? That's that's like well, having, they'll figure that out. I mean, it's like having the nicest rims on your on go, your Kia. They'll go draft on a Pinto. <laughs> they'll they'll go draft some other quarterback next year when they got the first or second pick. I mean, that's what they do every year. No, Baker Mayfield will start for the Browns, and he can lob it up to those guys. Are you kidding me? Those guys can get separation. I think no Tyrod. I think the Tyrod only difference starts. is gonna be is that. The Browns really need their offensive line to step up. Yeah, with the absence of Joe Thomas, yeah, it's going to be tough. That's going to be their biggest downfall is their O line. I think that because the defense is going to be nasty. Tyrod, yeah, defense is going to be real good. Tyrod's going to start game one. Uh, let's see how long he stays in there. So I don't know if we're going to ever do this, but over under on Browns, five wins. Well, we'll definitely do it. Over. Um, yeah, I'm going over. Like, I'm going over like for it. sure. Um, not much over. I think if you can get some sort of just enough, some sort of good money on the Browns surprise making the playoffs, I'd throw five bucks on it. Honestly, if you can get the good good line on it, interesting. <clears throat> what else we got? Take us to New Orleans. Uh, Drew Brees today says, and I quote: "I think I could play to forty five years old or beyond if I really wanted to." Is Drew Brees here drunk or high? Uh, I think neither. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. No, I mean, it just, for such a little guy, he's really not taken a whole Puts lot us. of, a lot of beatings. Um, I, I think he could, if Tom Brady has gone through season, I mean, when, when has Drew Brees ever had a season ending torn ACL or broken leg or, I mean, yeah, no kidding. Um, why did I say that for an Austin boy? That was messed up. Yeah. I'm just going to leave now. Um. I just I, I I can death. take this I can take this one over. So please do. Uh you look at a lot of the great quarterbacks, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady's getting there. They don't have the mobility that Drew Brees has. The right. only downfall to Drew Brees is gonna be his arm strength. If he can keep his arm strength there, dude can play forever because he doesn't get roughed up that much. He gets the ball out real quick. If his arm strength is still there, I could see him playing well past forty. He's, he's proven that his size has never been an issue. So No, he's got He's got phenomenal awareness when he's in the pocket. So he doesn't take as much wear and tear as a lot of other quarterbacks. And he can move around better than a lot of the older quarterbacks. So I could easily see it. And if he does, it'd be phenomenal to watch. By the way, this, this is a great quote from Breeze. Because it's, I think I could play for 45 years old or beyond. Here's the best part. If I really wanted to. Oh, yeah. So at any point, he's like, you know what? I just didn't really want to. I think I'm done. Uh, I've he, done he, when he retires, you know that it's not because he couldn't. It's because he didn't want to. And he loves the city of New Orleans. He lives literally in the French quarters. Um, so that that city has kind of become his city. So I, I, I like Drew Brees a lot, especially being an Austin Westside boy. Reports out of Wisconsin say that Aaron Rodgers was not pleased at all with how the young players finished practice today. And he made it known. Gentlemen, he did. Jad, what is to... what does it sound like when Aaron Rodgers is making it known that he's, oh, we, he's not pleased? You you walked out during the break and uh, Chad was playing this video, so I'll let you go ahead and take this one because it was fucking awesome. Yeah, so um, he definitely called out all the receivers, not just all the receivers, all the young receivers. <laughs> he pretty much said it was the worst he's ever seen uh, since he's been with Green Bay. Pretty much called him so all his trash. Whole career, he pretty much called him trash. He, he, he <laughs> called out, he called out like two guys and said, I've seen improvement. Um, he's looking a lot better. 
All the rest of the guys sucked it up. That's pretty much what he said. <laughs> Do you say to the players and to a reporter? To the reporters, but he's he's <laughs> yes. looking, but he's looking over the reporters, just he's looking to make sure him. that people are watching, listening yeah. to him. That guy over there, that guy right there, uh, number eighty-two. No, not really, but pretty much, pretty much. That's amazing. It was awesome. And then he and then he finishes <laughs> off by saying, "You know, I am the leader of this team, so I, I do need to do. Uh, I need to start picking him up a little bit more." Like straight calls him out and then just kind of realizes what he just said and says, yeah. but, but I need to pick him off. It was awesome. awesome. It was so good, dude. He was like, that guy sucked. That guy sucked. And pretty much the entire group as a whole was trash. Well, sounds about right. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, gentlemen, I don't know how we missed this, but Hard Knocks premieres tonight. What, what are you most looking forward to coming out of Cleveland in Hard Knocks this, this offseason? It's got to be Baker Mayfield. Oh, it's got to be Jarvis Landry. I've, I'm more excited about what Baker's going to do. I'm I'm ready for that quarterback battle. I'm more I'm ready for the 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 QBRV. I I want to understand more about the RV that the quarterbacks are only allowed to go to, <laughs> and the obvious conflicts this is going to create within the players. You think we're going to get an inside because only the quarterbacks are allowed? Why would they let the cameras in? I, I, if I'm if I play football for the the Browns. And a cameraman gets to go into the RV, and I don't. Oh, I'm pissed. I'm I'm real pissed. Baker better be holding the camera in there. He better be filming and directing for any scene <laughs> that's going on in that place. He's just doing selfies. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, here I am in the in the RV that nobody else is allowed in. Um, it's pretty sweet. So I'm more excited to hear about something that's already happened, and then to televise it because the rookie Callaway. Just got cited for pop possession mm, yes. and driving with suspended oh, yeah. license. And this is the same guy that provided a diluted sample at the combine. So he's already in the drug protocol. So it's going to be interesting to see how this thing plays out. I'm super excited. And, he's and the Browns. And the, for a with the Browns. Yeah, the, but if he's good, the Browns are going to cut him. They're trash. And the Browns are like, please stay away from Josh Gordon. Do not talk to him. You're yeah. not allowed to talk to Josh Gordon. Oh, yeah. Stay away. Oh, yeah. Uh, in Oakland, Khalil Mack. Yeah, He's still holding out, dude. This is getting crazy, man. Now listed as a potential trade candidate. Love it. Well, I don't think that this is going to end anytime soon. Oh my god! Hey, is that a grand salami? That is a three-run home run. That it is a now... four-run home no, no, no. run. They just, they just uh, man on first and third. I didn't want to oh. say anything. I was keeping it quiet. Wow! But the Red Sox just oh. went up five to three in the top of the eighth with two outs. Uh, Boom, baby. Uh-oh. We're, we're done talking about it. Let's go back to football. But this Khalil Mack thing is crazy. Um, there's reports out there that he hasn't even talked to John Gruden. John Gruden's saying that's a whole bunch of bullshit. Like, obviously, we've talked, but it's not up to me to get him to sign a deal that's with ownership and GMs and all that. Uh, everything that I've heard, everybody that knows anything on the inside is saying this is not going to end anytime soon. Um, and we may not see Khalil Mack on the field this year. Wow, I uh, have completely missed this entire situation. Um, you know, I was more worried about Odell Beckham Jr.'s yeah, contract stuff exactly. going on, so I completely missed Khalil Mack. Uh, the fact that he's holding out from the Raiders is phenomenal. I absolutely I love, love it. it. I think that, you know, for some players that hold out past a certain time, um, they're, then the next year it doesn't count for being a restricted free agent. So they become a restricted free agent, um, which is a bunch of bullshit. So um, I think if as long as they play all the games, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so good good for you. Like, football players are the most underpaid athletes, I think, out of well, any yeah. sport. 
Um, you know, I, I get that they play less games. It's just more wear and tear on your body. They should be paid a lot more money. So keep holding out. I would hold out. I mean, training camp is only a place for you to get hurt. If you're keeping in shape and you know the offense, you know the defense, fuck it. I'd yeah, hold out. I I'd only play the games. I heard he's in Miami or New York or something. He's not even anywhere near where Oakland is, is doing their training camp. Uh, speaking of free agents, former Patriots wide receiver Malcolm Mitchell passes through waivers unclaimed. Free agent. Uh, where do you think Malcolm Mitchell ends up? Mm. I'm going to go first. I hope the Cowboys pick him up. We need all the help we can get at, at wide receiver. I did hear we had another uh, one of our... Um, Guys, we drafted. I don't remember his name. One of our rookies uh, with a possible season-ending knee injury already in camp. So that's fun. Um, Malcolm Mitchell. God, probably New York. Honestly, they'll take anybody. I and by New York, I mean the the Giants, of course. Jabba? Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, I have zero idea. To be honest with you. I was gonna say nobody, but I had to pick a team. Yeah, I I have I have zero idea. I don't know what the needs are for everyone, but if I had to pick, I'd probably say Carolina, maybe, but who knows? I have no idea. <clears throat> I don't even think it was that good last year, though. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I mean, that's how I, I would say nobody, but you know, as training camp goes on, somebody gets hurt, somebody's gonna pick them up, but. We'll see. Speaking of New York, the Jets believe that Sam Darnold will earn the week one starting job. Well, if they're already Is this surprising? Saying, if they're already saying it, then psh, of course he's going to earn the week one starting yeah, job. Yeah, that means they've already made their they've decision. They've already made a decision. They made their decision on draft night, pretty much. Yep. Uh, Even though he held out two days. <laughs> in Minnesota, Mike Zimmer denies reports that they were considering Richie Incognito. Do you believe him? Uh, yes. I I don't see anyone that's gonna reach out to Richie Incognito, especially after his uh, what what would you call it? Uh, rampage at a local gym. <laughs> uh, I don't see anyone touches the guy with his baggage. Um, even though I will say R.I.P. to the to the line coach, former Miami, my Miami coach. I don't know if you guys touched on it at all yet, but passed away uh, a couple weeks ago. Mm, I heard about that, yeah. So, um, I still wouldn't touch him. There's no way. I, I, I can definitely see that. If, especially if he's calling it out, I I, I believe him. Um, I mean, I don't know if I believe him 100% because football is football. And we talked about this in Devil's Advocate with the baseball thing a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm sure Dallas is looking at him. I'm sure Dallas is ready to sign him tomorrow. So That would be such a Dallas signing. Hot, hot news, yes, exactly. Classic. Hot take, Dallas is going to sign Richie Incognito by the start of the season. It's not, not a bad look. Uh, <laughs> report that Sean McVay has a man crush on Brandon Cooks. Wanted him last year, but they didn't have the draft capital. Brandon Cooks can get the ball a lot this year, or is this a bunch of noise? I absolutely love Brandon Cooks, um, and I like the surrounding pieces that they've already got. Um, Cooper Cup. Um, only traded Austin, but uh, they got a couple other guys, and I really like Jared Goff as a game manager, and I think with Brandon Cooks as a severe, severely legitimate deep threat, um, I think they're going to find ways to get in the ball. I 
really like the direction that the LA Rams are going. I love Sean McVay as a head coach. Uh, he just brings a different kind of style of coaching, a different kind of attitude. Um, it's fun to watch. This is the <clears throat> dumbest move the Rams could have made. They could have easily kept him at a lower salary um, per year. They got to pay Donaldson. Um, they have to, or is it Donald? Donaldson. Uh, Aaron Donald is still holding out. Aaron Donald. They still got to pay Aaron Donald. He was all. They're gonna have to pay year. Jared Goff. They're gonna have to pay Todd Gurley. They just did. Just saying, their salary cap is completely wiped out with this. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. I think he's making like twenty million a year or something like that over four years. Yeah, it's, it's way so, too it's way too much money. So stupid. I don't know. I I just I don't think it makes any financial sense for their salary cap. Uh, last story of uh, training camp until we move on to first impressions. The Washington R-Words have admitted that it was hashtag fake news when they said that there was a waiting list to buy season tickets and now are scrambling <laughs> just to sell single games. I don't really have a question for this, but it just makes me smile that uh, Washington is doing terrible at everything. So they tried to bluff. And their bluff got called. Oh yeah, big time. And now they're scrambling. Now and now they've they'd sell few. Yeah, they're it is bad. They have so like the least amount of single tickets in an upcoming like leading up to a season in a very long time. Uh, they're actually removing seats from the stadium. What? Because they they want to have people sitting in better seats so that it looks fuller on TV. That last part of speculation, but it, it makes sense. Offering discounted food for uh, for season ticket members, they are they are really trying to get some people to go watch. These yeah, games. they're reaching, man. They they are <laughs> not long for this world. Watch out, Mister Gibbs. Gentlemen, that was training camp stories. That was fun. That's fun. Right? That, was fun. that was fun. That's fun. Let's hit first impressions. Thank about. you, Reddit. Um, first impressions. We are going to start with the. Not that story. Uh, we're going to do the PJ Championships. Um, I, we're doing what we have uh, done. Pick a winner. Pick someone to win. Pick in the in the top 10. Then pick someone with it, at least plus 5,000 odds to fall out of the top 10. Or to do, to do, to do the worst, I think, is what we've done. Is that like what we've it. done? Yeah, so 5,000 or less to, to do, to the, do best. the worst by the way i have yet to go back and check this once wait to do the worst or do before. the best no well, so you you pick someone you pick who, anybody to win anybody you pick anyone you think you win and then you pick somebody to make the top 10 that are outside of the top 10 best odds okay i and, thought it was five thousand or more and then anybody with at least five thousand like under five thousand so basically the cutoff will be uh yeah patrick Cantley. yeah anyone in this group to do the worst oh like it all right so uh dale why don't you go first who is who is your winner Ooh. uh man i love getting to go first um i'm gonna go i'm gonna go ricky fowler like i said i think he's due for his for his uh first major um had a great Sunday at the Bridgestone. I'm going Ricky. Ricky? Okay, I like that pick. Uh, I'm going with... I'm, I'm, I'm going to ride die. Give me Jason Day. He has got to find a win. And 
off the beaten path. They're gonna take Jason Day. This feels like this feels like Jason Day's day. You know what I'm saying? So I'm uh, I'm going with my boy. I I JD. will I will tell you right now. I almost picked him, but I did not. But I am looking at uh, CBS Sports has uh, him as the number one guy with the best chance to win. I like it. Me and CBS on the same page. Yeah. Expert. Dude, so predictable every time. Just like Dale over here picking garlic. Parmesan every single fucking week until it lands. So, uh, way to be unique. You gonna go unique and go DJ? I'm gonna go unique and go Brooks Kepka. Ooh, that All was right. who I was gonna say, but I did not want to butcher that name, so I took the boy J. Brooks. Co- that makes sense. Koepka. Koepka. I'll take Brooks. Okay, for five hundred. Chad needs someone to make the top ten outside of. These first four rows. Got it. So uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and go um, give me my man, Matt Kuchar, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he stole it. He stole it from you us. You would. You would. Okay. Perks are going uh, that's last. a great pick. Um, I'm going with. Take the Philly cheese. Dude, I'm, I'm going ZJ. Give me ZJ, Mr. Johnson. I am riding all my favorites this week. <laughs> Uh, I told you guys watch out for Kevin Kisner at plus 10,000. I love that pick. Uh, uh, give me Kiz. All right. And then my favorite bet, plus 5,000 or better, who will do the worst? Dale, you get the first one. Oh. Huh. Yeah, I already know where I'm going. <laughs> I know. Where I'm going to beat uh, you to not it. Not if I can beat it. No, all y'all. Pick. Not if I can beat all Damn. y'all to it. Uh... No, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go. What y'all are gonna try and pick? So I'll let you guys have it. Um, I'm actually gonna go Tommy Fleetwood. He's played so much golf the past couple weeks. He has not taken a week off. Uh, he's got to be exhausted. I think Tommy Fleetwood plays the worst. Yeah, give me Tiger Woods then. Yeah, Tiger Woods is going to do terrible because he's not quite back yet, dude. I had probably as I was at a bachelor party this weekend. I probably debated Tiger Woods not being back a hundred times. With, with like the same three people, he played it was, so good Friday and like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then or late Saturday he just fell apart. Sunday fell apart. I was like, oh, it's because he's not back. Just let me down, man. He's not back yet. Uh, Chad, who's gonna do the worst? Well, uh, I'll pick Tiger Woods. I just picked, but Tiger I guess Woods. I can't. Okay. <laughs> guess I can't. Uh, psych. Uh, I'm gonna pick. go Jordan Spieth. Yeah, that's a good pick. To do the worst. He played so bad at the Bridgestone. It was awful. He played, he's playing like shit. Yeah. Wow. He might, he, be, is, he might be playing worse than Tiger right he, now. Hey, he's a surprise, though. He's, he's maybe grinding it out, trying oh, to get man. that last major. Toronto uh, scored a run, bottom of the eighth with two outs, 5-4. Five, four, five, four. Things still are getting exciting one. over here on GameCast. You know what? I I didn't. I wasn't going to make a show bet, but I'm real glad we did now. This is uh, it's getting exciting. This is almost as good as drinking beer. I thought you said you didn't care Not about sure. uh, baseball anymore. I definitely still don't care. Uh, but what you know I do care about is our nightcap. Are we skipping uh, preseason football picks? Yeah, we are. All yeah. right, cool. Uh, nightcap sponsored by Strangeland Brewery. Beer for every, any, and all occasions. This one comes to us from overseas in Italy. A football team. The, what is the team? Good luck. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the Guelph. A football team in Italy has hired Art Bryles as their head football coach. Oh, head coach? Yeah. What? I think so. Oh, my. 
Um, this is Arbrow's first job since his disgraceful descent from the University of Baylor. Uh, are you guys surprised? Or what, what, what were your thoughts when you saw this news come out? Uh, I'm seeing it now for the first time, and I'm shocked that somebody gave him a head coaching job. Um, is it, this is a professional team, right? Lana, can you be quiet? Well, it's in the pro show, so yeah, it's a pro um, team. I mean... Yes, I'm surprised that somebody gave him a job this quickly. No, I'm not surprised he got another offer. Um, and I'm even less surprised that it's overseas because there was nobody that wanted to touch that dude with a 10-foot pole. Um, college, especially colleges, but, um, you know, even pro teams weren't even going to hire that dude as, like, a ball boy. Um but I'm I'm much less surprised that it's overseas for some team in Italy. Uh, but I'm not surprised that he did get another offer. I mean, the guy knows how to coach football. It's, he's proven that. Yeah, at the college level. Um right. His first call is going to be to Urban Meyer. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, it's 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 not. I thought that it would have been in the Canadian Football League. Over that would be a power else. move, by the way. Going back to that, that's a power move. That's what I'm saying. Just make Italy the next NFL. Um, yeah. Back to Canada. Back to Canada. I, I really think that he would have been hired there. Mm-hmm. Maybe as like an office of analyst or something right. like that. Um, in the grand scheme of things, he should not be hired anywhere ever. But, hey. I guess more power to him going to Italy if that's what he wants to do. Um, at least he's working. No one in Italy is probably going to care because they probably only care about the other football than the real football. So Exactly. Just saying. Dude, it is amazing. This story, this news broke like 10 minutes after Urban Myers went down. That's awesome. Oh, like, that's, I don't know. Maybe that's why I haven't heard about it. Yeah, it was like just the, the perfect news dump. For... Yeah, they, they snuck it in there real nice yeah. and easy. Oh, that had to be uh, Bryles' uh, PR guys. Uh, hey, can you wait until this shit comes out and then just slip this Man, under the rug? I'm just going to dump this just right Just sweep this right under the rug and pretend like nobody uh, knows that I'm still alive? Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, <clears throat> there's that. What do you, what, I mean, what did you think when you saw it? I mean, I've I've always said that our Bryles is going to get back into coaching. He's too good. Unfortunately, he's too good of a football coach. Right. We've he took about Baylor it. to places they have never been before and never will Maybe go back never to. never will exactly. go back to. Exactly. And that's why every time I drive by there, I stick my middle finger up at it every time. <laughs> I, love, I love ballad Snapchats. Fuck um, you, Baylor! But in 2018, news moves just too fast. Even the, 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 the despicable things that happened uh, under his watch in the next, you call it five, seven, ten years... They will be forgotten, and I truly believe that our Bryles will get a uh, another coaching job in the United States. It might not be in college. I don't know if a, a college could take the heat of bringing him on, Probably but not. I could see our Bryles as a coordinator in the NFL. Uh, it will happen at some point. Mark my words. Well, with that, I'll say welcome back, Art. Fuck you. Um, that's going to do it for us tonight, boys. Uh, thank you, Chad, for being here. It's good to have you back. Of course, brother. Anytime. Ballad, thanks for pressing buttons. It's a pleasure to host the podcast. Fuck you, Baylor. Fuck you, Art Bryles. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. We're the Sports Buzz, and we are out! I'm a slice of pie. <laughs>